All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our new Toucan Abroad podcast series, where we have conversations with our amazing alumni and professionals in the international education field about their experiences studying abroad and working in this dynamic field. I'm Abiola, the program manager here at TEP, and I will be your host today. It is my pleasure to introduce our first guest today, Sarah Bronowski. Sarah is one of our amazing alumni. She participated in our Intern in Belize program through our collaboration with her institution, Michigan State University, for one month in May 2017. Sarah, thank you so much for agreeing to be on our first show. Thank you for having me. No problem. Can you believe it's been a year since you've been in Belize? No, I can't at all. It, I mean, it seems like just yesterday I was like stepping off the plane. I wouldn't doubt that. Um, so how about this? Let's start with you telling us a bit about you and how you came to join the TV, TEP program through Michigan State. Okay, definitely. Um, so I had just kind of happened upon um, an email that came in from a professor who was kind of giving me options of what I wanted to do for my next step. And um, this email came up about Belize and I started really um, looking into it. And before I had started talking about this, I didn't have much experience traveling outside of the US. Um, I came to school originally to play field hockey. I didn't really have a clear plan. I, um, I wasn't really a strong student. The classroom was actually pretty big anxiety trigger for me. Um, so I took a break midway through high school or college, <laughs> through college, and then came back after I did some soul searching, if you will. Mm -hmm. And things that didn't seem so clear before didn't really seem like a possibility mm -hmm. um, started to really open up for me. And one of the things that opened up for me was Belize and this trip falling into my lap, kind of. Okay, how did it fall into your lap? Like, what made you decide, okay, Belize is the one place I'm going to go to study abroad? Like, what inspired you? Or who inspired you? Yeah, so who, um, his name is Dr. Freddy Rodriguez, and he was a professor that I had and um, became pretty close to. I really respect him um, in the anthropology field and just as an educator in general. Um, I, he knew I wanted to start traveling. I just didn't really know what to do, right? You say mm -hmm. you want to start traveling, and then it's like, okay, but where? Why? What are you going to do? Um, so he knew that I had a really strong focus within my studies on gender and gender-based violence. And when I was reading the email that he had sent me, it wasn't clear right away. And, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I'm not really sure, you know, what the point of this one was, but then I read more into the program and what it could offer. Right. And the, you know, the personalization behind it really. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember feeling really frustrated in some of my women's studies courses mm -hmm. in, um, at university. And when I read the email, I realized how personal this, this experience could be right. and how much I could make it my own. So I, I viewed that as a really great opportunity. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what did you hope to get out of your time in Belize? Mm -hmm. um, my goals were really to gain experience as a researcher. Mm -hmm. uh, confidence in the ethnographic process was a big one for me. Mm -hmm. 
And I really just, I wanted to test my knowledge that I had acquired during my undergrad. I was coming to a close. Um, I was a senior at the time and I wanted to be outside of my own environment, my own country, you know, kind of take what I've learned in the U S and bring it somewhere else. And, um, and I wanted a chance to meet new people. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I think those are, you know, some of the main reasons that most people go to study abroad in the first place. Right. Um, all right. So it's all set. You're ready to go. You're on the plane. You get here. What is your first impression of Belize as you get off the plane? Okay. So first impression, and there's like a couple levels to this. When I first stepped off the plane, I think I asked myself like, what sauna did I just walk into? (laughs) It was so hot at the airport and I was like, all right, okay. We are not in Michigan anymore. Mm -hmm. And um, I've always, so my thing too is, I've always been super attached to a camera. I'm always, you know, taking pictures of everywhere I've gone. Mm -hmm. And I remember one of my first, like, really vivid memories. Um, We were driving from the airport to San Ignacio, and we stopped at a restaurant. And I just, I wasn't concerned with my lens. I just remember feeling really, you know, obviously excited, but calm and really kind of unconcerned with the lens and the environment of that restaurant, just kind of the outside and the inside meshing together, Mm -hmm. no real clear delineation between the two. I just felt really at peace and excited for what Mm -hmm. was about to happen. I also kind of decided that the rainforest cafe would never live up to (laughs) what I was experiencing in this place. I was like, wow. (laughs) So it was really cool. Yeah, it's Mother Nature at its best, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so before, let's go a little bit into your internship. Can you mm-hmm. talk a little bit about what you did and maybe a couple highs and lows that you had while you were there, challenges or, you know, things that were um, like accomplishments through yeah. this internship? Um, so my internship, I had the privilege to work between two um, organizations, if you will. I worked for the Santa Elena Library and then um, at BFLA, Belize Family Life Association with Nurse Wits. So I got to work in between the two and kind of bring them together, which was really fun. Um, some of my, let's see, what was the, the question was, you know, some of my like greatest accomplishments mm-hmm. and the challenges. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think honestly, to me, my greatest accomplishments were, was the ability to sit and talk to so many people. Mm. Um, especially while I was at Belize Family Life Association, I got to sit and talk with people from all walks of life, mm-hmm. both genders, um, and just be a listener. I mean, I really truly learned on this trip how to actively listen mm-hmm. to somebody and not just kind of push your own agenda and your own thoughts forward. Right. Um, some of my challenges kind of come into a more personal aspect where I'm a super active person and I really like to push myself mm-hmm. and in a different environment where heat is different and diet is different and I'm adjusting. Mm-hmm. I had to learn how to work with the weather, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, that really led to me not being able to walk as many places as I wanted to walk. Um, mm-hmm. But out of that, 
I got to meet a really amazing human being who became kind of my cab driver for the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Nurse Witz, one of my supervisors, she introduced me to him. His name was Mr. Guerra, mm-hmm. and he was a retired police officer, which was really, really cool. So he mm-hmm. was there for me. We had great conversations. Anytime I needed him, he was there. So that's kind of how I overcame that that little uh, hindrance. <laughs> nice. Can you tell us some things that you learned from him? Yeah. So, you know, just listening to somebody who is, you know, kind of grown up in a different time than you, they're older, they, you know, they have that wisdom and him being a retired police officer. I mean, he was a police chief. So the things that he has seen and the things that, you know, I would talk to him about what I was doing, what I was studying, my Mm -hmm. ideas between men and women. And he would tell me, you know, even just the difference of like youth that he's seen, like, you, you know, you don't talk on the street as much. You don't say hi, or, you know, he's seen like different trends. Mm-hmm. And he, would, he would tell me kind of the things that he encountered in the force and about his country. So it was really great insight from a different perspective. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so what was your most memorable experience that you had in Belize? Okay. So most memorable experience. And I love telling this story. <laughs> It was the scavenger hunt. And I know you know. I know it well. <laughs> so Rondine mm-hmm. and us, me and my other two, um, the other two girls that went on the trip with me, Nora mm-hmm. and Taika, um, she gave us this packet and she said, okay, well, this is your scavenger hunt and we will see you at dinner. <laughs> and I am the worst at directing myself. Like I can't even get myself home if I turned around and didn't look at my house. Like it just (laughs) wouldn't work. And so I was pretty panicked for a second, but Mm -hmm. you know, I decided I sat there for a minute and was just like, you know, this is what marsupials go through once their mom (laughs) decides the joy ride is over. And I was like, okay, we got to do this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think I looked around and my second thought after panic was where are the street signs? Because (laughs) that's really a thing. (laughs) So, I mean, really, though, I just looked at it and I was like, you know what? You're in a new environment. You mm-hmm. need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Right. And that it's okay to look silly and not mm-hmm. in charge and ask questions. So mm-hmm. it, it slowly became like this panic into growth, like mm-hmm. this experience. Yeah. And Nora, Taisha, and I found every answer and we ended up having the best time doing it meeting locals the entire town at one point it felt like we're kind of in on it because we had been like running in circles and then they were like where are you going and we were like we're trying to find this and it was just a really really fun night (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know it is funny how such an experience because you were only here for a month and you were doing independent living so you had to learn it quickly yeah difference when you're going to a place to you know stay for a long time you have time to like adjust but within a month you gotta learn it fast exactly and you know it was such a good just life lesson though for Mm -hmm. all of us it was you know like there are going to be so many times where your mind starts playing a little game with you and trying to tell you that you you know oh you can't do that you've never done that before oh you can't ask that and I feel like it kind of just that experience really opened up the trip because Mm -hmm. it was, okay, yeah, I can do this. Yes, I can watch as I do this. I might be nervous. So that kind of lent 
itself to the rest of the time we were there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So would you consider interning or volunteering or any of our other programs again in Belize on your own this time? Yes, yes. I didn't want to leave. I mean, I think everybody who worked with me and talked with me there knew that. I would have stayed for another month, you know, and just continued doing what I was doing because I, I just – I felt such a purpose and so at home. And so returning is definitely a goal. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I feel like I really understood like, or internalized that home is really a feeling and not a place. So right. yeah. there's definitely a lifelong connection to Belize. Nice. Awesome. So tell us about what you're doing now and how has your time in Belize influenced your life today? Definitely. So right now I'm doing a couple things. Um, right when I came back, I was lucky enough to connect with some people and score an associate producer position on a film called uh, Midwest Broken Mirror Project. Mm -hmm. um, basically, it's a project, uh, an attempt to see body image through multiple lenses of diversity. Mm -hmm. so, culture, mental capacity, physical disability, um, socioeconomic class, how do those all, all those things um, play into how we view ourselves? Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing. And then also, I am getting ready to move in August to um, Honduras. To oh, Tampa. look at you. Yeah. Yep, going back to Central America. I couldn't get yeah. right back to Belize, but got close. <laughs> Close, close enough. Yeah, so I'll be teaching fifth grade math and science there and just mm -hmm. continuing a little bit of research. So I am really excited for that new chance. And I'll be there for nine months. So I think Belize really, that trip, that experience, that type of independence that we're talking about that's mm -hmm. kind of needed, um, that really prepared me. Right. Like what I was just saying, just doing things that you haven't done before and knowing that you can mm -hmm. do them. Yeah. It's, you know, as you said, it's a life lesson, right? Yep. You go through life not realizing how much we let fear stand in our way of doing so much with our lives than when we just push past it just a little bit, push past that being uncomfortable. It opens up such wonderful, this is not a word, this is my yeah. word, wonderfulness. <laughs> it does, though. I mean... I just think that whole like mantra, right? That's really become my thing. Like getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is the yeah. best thing that you can do. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, Belize has given me such a, a strong grasp on my own self-confidence. Mm -hmm. um, it really showed me that I was effectively able to like translate goals and these plans right. that we worked on, right? During pre-departure and throughout mm -hmm. the pro our, our internship mm -hmm. and to see them through right. and just, and to see that, you know, that entire culmination of an effort come through is, it's just, it's really empowering. Yeah, that's awesome. So what advice do you have for anyone considering joining one of our TEP programs? I would say do it. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I think that one of the biggest things for me was that TEP staff never for a second made me feel like I was on my own, but simultaneously, you guys really provided me the independence that allowed my personal growth. Right. So I think that's really important to have both sides of that. Right. Um, it was, you know, from before takeoff through entry and, and even advice on readjusting mm -hmm. through coming back. You guys were there every step of the way. 
Um, also for people who are like me and haven't completely grasped another language, Belize is English speaking. Mm -hmm. So that made it, you know, that much easier to kind of ex have all these new experiences to not have the, the barrier of language. Um, one of my biggest pieces of advice when you go is um, stay by a market and utilize that market. <laughs> I think that Nora, Taisha, and I, um, because we were just staying a month, probably halfway through, we really started to understand the market and grasp everything we could do with it. And so, you know, just, just like anywhere, going out and getting food, although it was amazing every time, gets mm -hmm. expensive. Right. So, you know, maybe just doing a quick Google search and finding out what food is there and, mm -hmm. and how you can utilize it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's really great advice right there. Yeah. All right, Sarah, thank you so, so much for, for you know, doing this, our yeah. first episode. Um, it was such a pleasure chatting with you about your experience. And I want to wish you the best of luck in Honduras. I know you will be amazing, right? You so and <laughs> you will be. So just make sure and come and visit us, right? Spring break. I will be coming spring break. Yay. They send teachers. I'm excited to <laughs> see you. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, and thank you so much. everyone else for listening to our first episode of the Toucan Abroad podcast series. See you next time.